Hey, welcome to another episode of Dads is Not a Noun, changing the narrative on men of color and fatherhood, as well as changing the narrative on the things I, I care about. And on this episode of Dad is Not a Noun, I had a privilege to talk to a good brother of mine, Jared Wood, aka Achilles. He created a brand called A Black Man Reading. He took a passion of his love for books and turned it into a brand and a lifestyle. And he has a huge following with his homie Reggie. They have this podcast that's out called Books Are Pop Culture. You guys definitely should check it out. Um, Hope you guys enjoy the conversation. And here we go. There whenever it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't Know I'm right alongside you, here but that I'm behind you But always got you, end of discussion, nothing means more First one to offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak To change what a partake, cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded Prepare you for all of the above that I'm never letting get near you. But still, I know, give you every advantage I found. Couldn't find a better fit for them along with my crown. And since the baton was passed, I've been down. Cause failing's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all. What's up, everybody? This is Ishmael from Dad Is Not A Noun. Hope everyone's doing well. I'm doing good. I'm excited because I have this awesome brother with me. I've been trying to annoy the hell out of him in the DM. Say, <laughs> when are you going to do my, my podcast? When are you going to do my podcast? And I know he's busy. He's a teacher. He's a father. He's a husband. You know, he got this brand called Black Man Reading, which is dope, which is awesome. He's making reading sexy. Yeah, yeah. That's how I look at it, you know. And I'm proud to have this brother on. I'm gonna let him introduce introduce himself. Brother, introduce yourself. What's going on? I am Jared P. Woods, also known as the Killing Missouri of a Black Man Reading and a BlackManReading.com. Uh, first of all, man, thanks to Ishmael for having me on and for always supporting in ways that y'all can't even see. Amazing brother and amazing friend uh, on this journey. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. I run a page on Instagram called the Black Man Reading. Um, uh, initially, it was like a Black Man Reading, exploring and experiencing, right? Like literally just showcasing um, what it looks like for this particular Black man to read, and then hopefully creating a community in where you have multiple Black men reading, right? Um, and of course, it's grown into something that I couldn't have even seen, right, um, at its inception. Uh, and so we got that. We have the website and me and my brother Reggie have books are pop culture uh, on Instagram as well. Uh, so, yeah, grateful to be here. 
And I'm grateful for you to be here, man, because that's the one thing, too, is that, you know, you, you wear so many hats, man. You're a husband, you're a father, you're a teacher, you know, you got so much going on. So before we get into that, um, the first question I want to pose to you, because, you know, we're still in a pandemic, right? A lot of people think we're not in a pandemic, but we are. And so what I want to ask you is, what have you learned about yourself personally as a, a father? as a husband that you didn't know about yourself through the pandemic? Man, um, the importance of presence is something that I think uh, was special for me and probably everyone uh, in, in the people who are important in your life and then also outside in, in, in terms of community. Uh, so once, I, once you have to kind of come face to face with that, like how important presence is, you have to then like bend yourself or stretch yourself so that you can be present, right? And that you're making the best of time, which is our most valuable resource. And so uh, I started to really think about, okay, so if this is happening, what is the universe trying to teach us and specifically me in this pandemic, right? And I think that's what it was. And so I've been making it a uh, very um, pressing matter that I spend time with my loved ones and that I also spend time with myself and just become better at the things that I think are important. Right. And so I know you've seen it. And uh, if anyone checks out what I'm what I'm doing with the black man reading, I've really vamped it up over the past what year and a half, um, multiple author interviews, multiple different types of content. I think that's kind of one thing that makes my page special. It's not like your average bookstagram account. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm not really invested in everything looking perfect it's 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 me like raw and reading and talking about how those books make me feel not necessarily writing them and saying which one i think is good which one i think is is bad but more so this is the experience um that i explore and then i present you know my 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 writing i guess right and you do a hell of a good job but before we get into uh black oh, man reading you. talk about uh, I want to touch on presence because I think that's important because a lot of people know because you post that sometimes a lot on your on your platform of the books that you show to your children. So as a teacher through the pandemic, talk about that challenge of being present, because for a lot for a little bit, we were locked down. So you can yeah. interact with your students. So mm -hmm. talk about that mental aspect of presence, even though you weren't there in the classroom, you had to be virtual. So talk about that challenge. Oh, well, I mean, I'm an, I'm an unorthodox teacher as well, right? Like, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not a traditionalist by any means, right? So, like, my whole thing is um, that I think I've learned, I've noticed about myself is they are learning and they don't even know they're learning. You know, they're so used to the traditionalist mode of teaching, sit down, talk when I say talk, et cetera, et cetera. That they not they aren't even a, they aren't even aware that they're learning when they're like in conversation with me and in the classroom, and so even when we were virtual, right? I took things that I learned in in creating this and and what I do with like my IG lives and stuff, and took that and used it in the uh, virtual classroom. You know, like I say things like drop a drop this emoji if you understood what I said. Drop this emoji if you're confused. And where other teachers were having issues with engagement, I wasn't having those issues, you know? And that's not to like uh, toot my own horn, but that's more so to say, 
we got to be more intentional about engaging with this new with these new students. Uh, education needs to advance because they are advanced. Um, and so that was important. And as we came out of that with the hybrid um, setup, I think it, one thing that I do really well is build relationships. They know I care. They know I know who they are. Uh, all of them, the loud ones, the quiet ones, the ones that draw, you know what I mean? That's I, I build, I, I'm a, um, a community builder in terms of that. Um, is is what i think i've learned also that is important in terms of education during the pandemic and i think that's important too is you know you have to connect with your students because that mm -hmm. whole way of think of, of of education it it doesn't work you know yeah. you gotta find ways like what you're doing on social media to engage with your students like um the brother tim carr who used TikTok to keep you know his students yeah. engaged you know so yeah 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 i think, I think uh, schools have to learn to adapt into the current environment that we we're in. Yeah, and of course, in safe ways, right? Um, safe ways where you're protecting the children's identity and um, confidentiality, of course, right? But um, it means something for them to see that I have so many followers and that I'm doing exactly what I'm telling them is important in the English in the ELA classroom, you know. And they can see, um, they can see, you know how kids are. What are you teaching me that I'm going to use, right? Yeah. Well, here it is. Like I, I, I write, I write essays, right? Literally, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm writing <laughs> essays literally. So I'm asking you to write essays, and while you write your essay behind me, you gonna look on this board, right? And I'm working on, I'm editing and revising my own stuff. You know, this is this is this is live and this is real. You know. And I think if more teachers, because kids learn from people they like and people who are excited, yes. you know what I mean? And so they know when you're not excited in the classroom, they know when you don't believe in what you're saying. And I love your philosophy is exploring an experience. So take me back to like, was it your, your, your parents that got you into loving books? So take mm -hmm. me to that journey. Oh, definitely my mom. Um, I've been reading since I was three. Um, she's talking about how to read with those. I think they're called little golden books. You know what I'm talking about? Those okay, little yes, joints with Bambi. Yes. The back of the spine <laughs> is uh, golden. Uh, and she's talking about how to read with those, and and they weren't enough, right? Like she right. started noticing I was killing them. Right. You know, we we go in. Uh, I think like Fred's or something, like Dollar General, and scoop a, scoop about ten of them, and I'm done before we get to the house. And, um, you know, so I started getting bigger books and um, you get in school, you got accelerated reader. You know, people don't even really want to compete because I'm filling it up, eating all the pizza. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm eating all the pizza. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no pizza for nobody. Right. <laughs> and, uh, I think it was, there was something to be said about me blurring the lines of what an intelligent person should look like and, and should do. Uh, or, or like how they should move, right? Because you know how in school you have this, this is a nerd thing. Well, okay, I'm a nerd and I play sport. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you don't have to pigeonhole yourself. You can do everything, right? you know, and, and be everything. And, and I took that, right? And kind of just kept going. You know, I've been reading since then. And just talk about that challenge too, because I see yourself as a, a blurred. I don't know if you know what that blurred, the word blurred means. It's basically mm -hmm. blurred, right? Mm-hmm that's into comic books, that love to read, you know, the things that people 
No, I'm thinking anime, all that, yeah, all yeah. That stuff. Like I go back because I'm an '80s baby, so I go mm -hmm. back to Revenge of the Nerds. You know what I mean? Okay, okay, that's, yeah. That's my movie back in the days. But can you kind of talk about that challenge growing up, where you know, you know, you do well in sports, but you're a blur. But at at the same time, you had that portion of the community. Like, like, what are you doing? Like, like, what is? Okay. What is so yeah, like, yeah. talk about that a little bit. Well, first, I want to say, hey, I wasn't just killing it. Okay. Know, in, sports, in case, in case up, somebody, <laughs> in case somebody from home is watching, I know I wasn't just putting up two hundred yards. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I understand that you ain't gotta, you know, but you know, I get, I get where you're going with that, right? Uh, but um, you know, I, there were times when people laughed. You know, like people laughed at me in terms of like, well, first of all, like when I'm posting books early on, why are you posting these books? Surely you have homework. You know what I'm saying? Or right. or uh, this is like a part of like a college assignment. And even before then, you know, you're in high school and you're reading uh, what you like, what you reading for type thing. Right. But then also um, in high school and, and afterwards, they were like, that's just what he does type thing, too. You know, and um, I think that it, it kind of became normalized because I had been doing it so long. It was like, of course, he's going to win the accelerator reader this year. He's been winning it for three or four years, you know? Um, and so, I mean, you it, it's, a, it's a sticky situation because I know everybody's situation like that isn't as blessed. Sometimes people treat you know, intelligent people at that age, in that age range, terrible. Um, but, but I'll tell you this, one thing I did that I think was very important is I remember when I was younger that people, uh, when people laughed at me and when I kind of became cool, right? I made sure that that wasn't the uh, the environment that people found themselves in. Yeah, I'm cool, but yo, what you doing over there? Like, tell me about this Dungeons and Dragons. You know what I'm saying? Put me on, right? And um, and I think that's where we need to be. You know, um, because we we when we get in that space, um, you know, there is there lies love, their lives, learning and understanding. And and that's kind of what I want to. That's another thing, right? That I want what I do to do. You know, you can click, 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 click. You can do all that. Yeah. And had a book in front of you. Uh, we don't have to choose. We are we are infinite beings. We don't have to choose. And I think that's a good, great thing too. Too that's important too is like I'm gonna let the people know. Um, I had I had a friend that was into larping. You know what larping is, right? Uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. Her, mm -hmm. her. Live action role playing. Yes, and he's like, I know that. Yeah, he's like, Ish, you should, you should, you should come with me and, and check it out. And I did, mm -hmm. and it was exploring cool. Exper exploring and experience, and I explored an experience, but I won't ever do it again. And I think, I think that's the one thing too is getting out of your 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 your, your world. Absolutely. Again, honestly, our world is like this and this. Uh -huh. and what is more to the world than uh, in that? And mm -hmm. I think what you're doing with um, a black man reading is important because you're getting people to step out of their norm. Absolutely. And experience books. Because sometimes, mm -hmm. especially through the pandemic that we're in, when you're isolated, you know, you can get a book and experience something new from different Absolutely. books. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, just uh, just talk about that importance of just that experience of like picking up a book. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So like you so it's just like what we were just talking about with the LARPing, right? Like you 
you have I'm thinking about uh, one of the Chronicles and Chronicles of Narnia books where they have um, they this is prior, I believe, to the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and they and they go in this this space that's outside of space where there are these puddles, and you can jump in and out of these puddles into different worlds. That's what humanity is, right? And so when we we are when we are open to that, like what I was saying, like tell me about the Dungeons and Dragons, right? Then you expand your world, and so books do that. That was, I mean, there was, no, I, I, there was nothing like it, right? Like, so I could go anywhere, I could learn anything. There's no problem I can have that hasn't been written about, you know. And, and why wouldn't I want to enjoy that, you know? And it, and if you don't understand that, then I'm going to show you what that enjoyment looks like, what that experience looks like, so that you can understand that it's available for you too. Um, and that's what books do, man. I mean, even if it's not even the person, like I was reading about voice in writing, right? And I was, and, and and I'm thinking about how at first I wanted me to be in my characters that I'm working on, uh, right? But they have their own voices too for people to hear. And, and so it's important to start listening to those characters um, and letting those worlds be built so that other people can kind of jump in and out of those puddles. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the one thing is that, you know, I love that Photo analogy you 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 put you you said well because I feel like you know we live in this current situation where you know you have young um, black kids reading at a fourth grade level and mm -hmm. so talk about how can we kind of deal with that deal with that situation to me I think the way you deal with it is like what we've been talking about is making books fun make it cool mm -hmm. you know yeah also affirmation representation so mm -hmm. kind of talk about that because i think that's one of the big things about black man reading that you constantly have authors that look like us so yeah can you kind of tie those two together okay yeah. so the first thing i think we need to do is interrogate what a reading level is and how it's assessed um reading levels are generally assessed uh on texts that don't that don't allow these kids to see themselves in in, right. in them right and so they time out. They don't want to read it. And I don't even necessarily mean like um, black characters or black stories. No, they need stories that deal with things that they're dealing with. Right. right? They can't keep reading uh, Don Quixote and being assessed on that. So I think and I think that's probably for for everybody, because we know reading levels are down, yeah. you know, across race, across races and ethnicities. Right. And so if we can start interrogating that and, 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 and getting some folk on those boards that create those tests to start trying to actually diversify those texts, um, then we can see some we can see some change in that. Right. And I think, too. Right. So then so then what are we then going to be assessing? Right. I think vocabulary sometimes gets in the way of access to yeah. some of these texts. Right. So then you like you need to read you need to redefine. Um, the ways that you give kids access to these texts, right? And then maybe there we can we can do some work in terms of um, in terms of reading levels, right? After we have done the work to change what it means to assess those, and I think that's kind of what I'm doing too uh, in in prioritizing uh, Black Indigenous people of color on my page is showing these stories are wide, widely available. Um, you know, and, and so we educators uh, don't really have our hands tied in terms of availability. We just got to do the work. 
um, to getting these different stories in their hands. And I think um, that's important and that, and, and I didn't want to just talk about it. Right. So I build this. And you did build it. Um, and then also, are you worried about the possibility because you see the decline of libraries? You don't see as many libraries as I did when I was growing up. There were libraries everywhere, you know, mm -hmm. and that's the one thing, especially in our community. Like people talk about um, um, food desert, right? Yeah. Like yeah. There's not a lot of healthy places for black people to go to in the community. Um, uh -huh. Do you worry about that? The the book desert when it comes to kids having access to libraries. We gotta redefine what, what, what libraries look like. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta like, you know, we gotta change that, right? It's because, I mean, even if there were a lot of them, do you think that those kids would wanna go in there, right? Like you have to provide them with a certain type of, maybe choice, you know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking about what I would want a library to look like a modern contemporary library, you know, so maybe there's, um, so of course there's books, right? Because we want them to fall in love with this aspect of exploring and experiencing. So there's books there, there's a podcast studio there, there's a studio there, right? Because we know our kids want to uh, rap, right? And maybe even be poets, right? And so the proximity of those books and or podcast studios and or um, paint studios, because we know our kids draw and express ourselves in these other, in all these different ways, right? Um, then we can see like libraries like really, really evolve, you know what I mean? And so we got to get in front of that and build those, right? Like, so we got these food deserts and we got these lab, we got these, I would say intellectual deserts, right? Okay, so now we feel them, right? And then we let them, we let them uh, make it blossom. Right, because they might build something in that podcast studio that's not a podcast that we didn't even see. Right, we didn't provide that space for them. And so, if we can, if we can get involved in that, then we can kind of change those narratives, and 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 you know, maybe even the world. Right, you know. <laughs> I agree, man. Because we, you know, you we all do our part. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you know, you build it, they'll come. What you did with a black man reading. So talk about that, that fulfillment of building something when a lot of people told you, why are you building a platform about reading? Like, and having yeah. just people on, like, like, uh -huh. you know, so just talk about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, people don't know what, people don't know what they like until, <laughs> until somebody else tell them, you know what I'm saying? People don't know what they like until somebody else tell them. And it's, it's unfortunate, but it's cool. Right. Like, and, and I think, so this is something I do with my students too. I don't, I ask them what they want to be when they grow up, right? And they tell me, they say, lawyer, doctor, you know what I'm saying? Engineer, <laughs> right? All that good stuff. Now this, is, this isn't completely mine, right? Like I had been doing it, but I didn't like, it wasn't as nice and sexy as uh, Hill Harper right. made it, right? Um, he was like, we should give them choice. We should tell them go to, go to college and take everything right. that they, that they um, that that's available but like what i do is i'll say okay lawyer pediatrician i like it now what do you do for hours when no one's looking mm. you know what i'm saying and then they tell me what they really want to be right you know and 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 i try to keep it vague uh it's like it's something that i used to do all the time when somebody asked me what i wanted what i wanted to be i've been doing this for probably like eight years I, I put on the paper, I want to get paid a, 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 a decent amount to read and write. I don't necessarily want to be an author. 
Right. I don't necessarily want to, you know, be a professor. I just want to get paid to read and write, you know, and I've been saying that for like, what, eight to 10 years, right? Uh, on, on those surveys that professors give me on when I come in a professional development, right? And first of all, it's fun to watch the person who has to read that deal with the fact that I didn't give them what I'm supposed to give them. Um, but then also to be able to say now I get paid sometimes a, a decent amount to literally just read and write, right? You know what I'm saying? And so if we can get kids to say, um, you know, I draw. Like I don't, like no one has to pay me to draw, right? Because, and I say all that to say, you can sustain that when no one's looking. Yeah. You know, I love to read and write. I'm going to do this if, if there's, you know, you've watched it. You know, yeah. I, when I probably came from, 700 followers to 75 in in, yeah. in front of all y'all's eyes you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's the same thing I'm, I'm i'm going to do this whether there are that many people watching or not it's like what biggie said puff said the key to this is treating everything like it's your first song your exactly. first project every time even this you know what i'm saying we 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 doing it and 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 it, it like you said if you build it and the content's the same people can it's 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 blue magic you know what yes. i'm saying yes. you know i can stamp that you know what i'm saying then it is what it is you know it's it's beautiful whether you look at it or not and that's and that's how how i would say that feels to be able to say you know i've, I've built a platform right because it because at that point it's easy this is what i'm i'm gonna do this right you know what i'm saying yeah yeah I'm gonna do this. <laughs> you know and I think yeah. too, it, and it goes to a level of I love your gratitude about it too, because you come from an idea of I got to do it to I get to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I get to wake up every morning. I I get to write. Mm -hmm. I get yep. to go on IG, share my books with my fellow brother Reggie. Mm -hmm. me. So I I love that man. Yeah, yeah, man. You you know, you know what I say? There's really a wolf, man. You know, everybody else is a sheep. They sitting there and they're waiting on it. They you know, they they they're doing what they're supposed to do, and the wolf is there and the wolf does what he wants to do, right? And and ultimately wins in the end type deal, right? And we all can be wolves. Definitely. You know, um everyone uh Jay-Z says everyone has a divine level of talent. It's all about finding that one thing and, and exploring it experiencing it and presenting it to the world if you want to you know you don't i mean you i just think doing what you love is just so important in some way um you know so you ain't, you don't have to build a platform you know but just do what you love you know because because you're here um and like you said man i'm super thankful you know i'm super thankful and i'm just thankful that you're doing a great job with it um but uh, yeah, talk about that, the relationship with you and Reggie and the, 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 the new adventure. Talk about that. Mm -hmm. uh, books are pop culture. We're on every Sunday, um, 3, uh, 3 p.m. Mississippi time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and um, we, we, we do that, the work that we both do um, uh, for a sustained amount of time, you know, um, where we, we, we talk about books. We talk about books as pop culture, right? Like, so we we go through a series of articles or a city a series of events and, and happenings in the literary world from our perspective. Um, and, and and you know, I love every minute of it. It's fun. You've been there. It's a 
God. The fellowship, the fellowship is amazing. That's that's the that's what we call our uh, community. They're amazing. They're givers. They let us get better in front of them, um, and they let us learn. You know, uh, in public, what 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 what's better than that? You know what I'm saying? Again, know, what's it, it, what's better than that? You know? Think, yeah, and I think that's the one thing is you know that the, what the pandemic has taught us is that that um, that brothership. Like you know, yeah. you don't have to be in the same room. Word, you you can have that brothership like what we're doing right now you know what i mean you know yeah. and just yeah. talk about the, the relationship you have with the real dads network with the real dads book club because that's another dope element too. talk about that mm -hmm. so real dads um the real dads network and the real dads book club uh Derek is 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 the homie everybody in there is the homie uncle mike's the homie <laughs> kendrick's the big homie you know what i'm saying like these this is just a it's a it's a beautiful network to be a part of you, you know you got the black rhino i mean i could go on and on about brothers in there but like um you know just reach saw what i was doing and reached out um and and brought me in this into that community uh it's a space where like brothers all over what the world are like chiming in uh from from various different backgrounds various different cultures um and and, and giving and and healing together and just enjoying each other and then you got the real dad's book club which um you know is a, is a very interesting time as well i try to like um build um uh, in that in that community through various different types of books and then also I think um, like it's all training, yeah. right? Like like that's all training, like all, like you said, whenever this becomes what it is, we can always, we can be like, okay, yeah, he's been doing that, Real Dad's Network. He's been doing that, a black man reading, you know what I'm saying? And and, and that's the 10,000 hours. People don't like those self-help books, but that's the 10, I've done it, I've done the 10,000 hours. That's you know what I'm saying? Uh, at that point, right? And, and I've got the opportunity to do it with amazing folk, like the people at the Real Dads Network. Even that that Hill Harper, yeah, thing I got I said from yeah. Hill Harper, yeah, yeah, that yeah. came from Real Dads Network. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you know, so whatever, wherever I end up, there call you call. I'm trying to come. I'm trying to get there, man. You know it. I'm trying to come. And, and, and that's the one thing that, you know, you got a lot going on. And I know you'll be there, even though sometimes you're not there, but you're there in spirit. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. and, that's, and that's the one, the beautiful, the beautiful thing about it is just that, that, that brothership, that, that brotherhood, that coming together, Absolutely. supporting each other, you know, whatever mm -hmm. they're doing, you know, just, just mm -hmm. being there, whether it's you, you on IG, just popping up on IG, like, hey, what's up, brother? I can't be yeah. on here that long, but I'm just here to show you love. But word, you know, that a lot. But before we end this, you know, you talk about the the ten hours, right? Talk about that as a role as a father and your son when it comes to books. Talk about that. Same thing, man. You know, um, Shucky got to do the ten thousand hours, man. <laughs> you know, because uh, you know, at that age, you know, like for instance, when I was three, I ain't. I ask I ask people this all the time, you know, uh, like these cool people that I get in spaces with, like, like, did you did you think when you were riding your bike through your neighborhood, you'd be here right now, you know, and and, and that's why we need to make riding the bike more important, you know what I'm saying? So yes. like when he's in his room, when you're reading this book, you don't know if you're gonna be an author, an NBA player who needs to write about his experience. You don't know, you know. 
You you just don't look at that. The sun's lost them. They ain't no. They didn't know what was gonna happen when they was riding the bike. That's you right. know what I'm saying? Or yeah. when they when they're hooping or like, you know, like like I used to put up um trash cans in in the front of my um in the front of my uh house, and I used to dribble around the trash can so I could get better at right. dribbling. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't make it to the NBA, right? Right. But I, but I did that, right? So like. When you watch those, when you watch like James Harden win the MVP and you see him doing that, yeah. you know, those moments are very important, you know? And so if you can teach kids, especially your 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 kid, you're going to let your baby be out here floundering? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to let your baby be out here floundering? Nah, not mine. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, and, and then same thing, like I said earlier, you know, he don't got to like reading like I like reading. He draws right. very well. You know what I'm saying? So I need 10,000 hours in that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, he, he games very well. You, he gonna eat you up in <laughs> Fortnite. You know what I'm saying? Right. You better, you better bring your breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Cause he gonna make you, <laughs> he gonna make you run for it, you know? And that, and again, that's like what that's like the wolf element, right? Like whatever they do love, whatever they love, there is. I think Jason Reynolds said that like some educators try to force feed um, their brand of blackness yes. into into students, yeah. right? That's not what that's about. Some parents try to force feed their brand of excellence into their kids. You know what I'm saying? That's not what me. That's not what me and my wife do. You know what I'm saying? We we want him to be excellent in his own right. right. Um, and 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 so pay people folk need to pay attention to their kids, what they like, and blow that up. That's your right. baby, your baby like putting glue in between his hands and Let then watching put. that glue, watching that glue open up. Right. Get that baby involved in polymer science. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't you just don't know. Then he on then he gonna be on the show, like you know, I used to three years old. I just get that glue in my hand, Ishmael. Mm -hmm. right. I used to open that hand up with that glue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now I work with Gatorade. I have enhanced the 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 um elasticity of yeah. their gum. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So so man, bless your babies by letting them be themselves. That's right. Oh, you never know. It might become a famous puppeteer. You never know. <laughs> You never know, son. Right? <laughs> word, word. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, brother, I appreciate you for jumping on with me. This was dope. We got to do this again. Um, before Absolutely. we end it, how can people find you? Yo, I'm on Instagram at sign a black man reading. Don't go to black man reading. It's a black man reading. Now you can go to black men read. That's my homeboy, Mitris. You know what I'm saying? They doing some powerful work. If you look for me, I'm at a black man reading. You can go to a blackmanreading.com, right? You can find me there writing extended pieces on books that I'm that I'm reading and extended pieces on experiences I'm exploring, right? Uh, and you can find me at Books Are Pop Culture. You know what I'm saying? That's me and Reggie. We like I said, 3 p.m. every Sunday, Mississippi time. You can find me at the Real Dads Network. You know what I'm saying? Every Thursday. Holla Ishmael, end of the month, <laughs> last Wednesday. Holla Ishmael, holla at me. Um, and and you can find me in various different places and spaces, man. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to become something, somebody that's mm -hmm. never been. 
I think that's fabulous. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And you there, man. Is there a vet you're going to be at coming soon? Or did that happen? Um, the, oh, man, I got the Mississippi Book Festival. Um, that, you know, got canceled in terms of in-person, but we're doing some recording. Uh, I'm going to have, I'm going to do a recording with uh, KSA Layman on revision. Um, I have Anita Kopach um, at the end of the month on the 27th. Uh, what is this? What's this month? In August, August 27th, on my page, A Black Man Reading, we're doing Shallow Waters, her novel off of Charlemagne the God's imprint, um, uh, Black Privilege Publishing uh, through Atria and Simon and & Schuster. Um, and let's see, what else? Yeah, man, I do that. That's ABM ABMR Conversations. That's on the page. Um, yeah, man, I'm trying to trying to stay busy stay working you know what i'm saying you are, you are working man and the the the, uh, the shirt is a prime example of it man oh yes oh yes be on the lookout for this be on the lookout for this merch this is coming abmr merch uh you got the uh abmr pot of gold shirt we got a few available right now on there you go look you got my high size but just keep checking man stick get down with the program that's you know right. that's right luck, luck tends to favor those in motion that's right. <laughs> and all those dope links are going to be in the description below. Follow this brother. He's doing big things. And I love this brother. And what else can I say? So, love you already got a head now. Now his head is like 10 <laughs> times big now. So, I'm going to leave it like that. Oh, man. man. Look out for more episodes of the That Is Not A Now podcast coming soon. Mm -hmm. I got other great guests coming soon. So, check that out. But actually, actually, more importantly, check out this brother because Akili Zuri in Swahili means good sense, but mm -hmm. also good mind. So yes, yes, a good mind and keep good sense. And we out. Yes, peace, peace. peace. Thanks, man. So for you, yeah, yo There whenever it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't Know I'm right alongside you, here by that I hum behind you But always got you, hinder discussion, nothing means more First one to offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak To change what a partake Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded, prepare you For all of the above that I'm never letting get near you But still in all, give you every advantage I found Couldn't find a better fit for them, along with my crown And since the baton was passed, hopping down Cause feeling's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all my message to any dad, man, first off, know that, yeah, it, it is a hard job, but it's the greatest job in the world. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I wouldn't change anything about it. Everything you're doing from here on out, if it didn't have purpose before, now it has purpose. It's the most important thing you'll ever do. Just be a dad.